philosopher? Yes. 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 Welcome to the eighth time out. My name is G Weave. This is Don't Cut Me Off, Let Me Finish Podcast. I'm back at it again. And you know I'm about to grind my gears. Today, I'll be grinding my gears about Anything and everything. I got a lot on my mind today. First, let me start off with, did you see the Nets destroy all the swag that Philly had? They snatched it away from him. They took the life out of him. Y'all doing all that booing. Y'all propping propping this team up like it's the next great thing. And what do Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving come in there and do? Shut y'all down. Shut y'all up. Like Katie said, it was it got awfully quiet in there. You got to doing all those chants and talking slick. See, that's what y'all got to look forward to. And that's not even with Ben Simmons' plan. That's why don't put no onus in the regular season. And that's why I love to see Philly fans eat crow. That was so enjoyable. It was so enjoyable. I ain't going to lie to you. Because they talk so bad about Ben. And they think they got so much back with Harden. But they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna absorb the same heartache every other team that Harden played for, unless that man has an out-of-body experience. And that out-of-body experience is I am legend. That's why I say, man, when you hoop, when you playing the game and you talking, you gotta back it up. You got to back it up. I like silent killers where you let your game do your talking for yourself. But the media wanted to prop this up about Ben Simmons having a mental block if he don't play this game, which is buffoonery. That's just another narrative for talk show. And I'm not against talk show. I'm just against clown talk. And clown talk is just when you just saying stuff just to say it. I ain't got all the fancy sponsors. I ain't got all the superstar backing. All I can give you is my own opinion on what I'm seeing when I'm watching the game. And when you criticize somebody, the person you criticize, understand that you're in a field that you're going to be criticized. And sometimes you're going to be criticized by professional athletes and you're going to be criticized by 
the jocks wannabe jocks that turned into sportscasters or podcasters and we sit up and tell you how bad you are and all that other stuff because we're bitter because you live a much better life <laughs> hi behind the mic that's what they do but yeah but the the nets man you talk about oh god <laughs> it was so gratifying to see because philly just really think they got the better end of that trade and i don't know man i don't know i, I gotta take my ray charles glasses off because I don't see how you think that you got the better part of that trade when you got a 30-something out-of-shape player who plays when he wants to and you got a Ennis Prime, 25-year-old, 6'10", 6'11", stud. And all he needs to really do is start working harder on his game and dedicate himself to get better because the sky is the limit for Ben Simmons. He's still ultra-talented. And his stock is going up. James Harden's stock is going down. James got a short window to get the job done. Or he'll just be another athlete with all the potential, but no ring. That's all it's going to be. That's all that's going to happen. James Harden will continue to hear this sound. And that's the end of the game sound. And you on the losing end again. If you don't make adjustments, you're great enough to do it. That's the thing about it. You're great enough to do it. So stop slacking, man. Step up. The Nets is not to be played with. You guys better be trying to avoid the Nets. That's what you need to try to do. Because if the Nets slide into that eighth seed, and y'all grab that one seed, y'all screwed. <laughs> the Bucks, if they get the one seed, the Nets got a problem. They're gonna get they're gonna get beat. It's a better, better matchup for them to go against Philly. Way better matchup. But yeah, I just I couldn't believe that when I seen that. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny, man. I know Ben Simmons had to enjoy that. He just had to enjoy that because he don't really care about the Philly fans talking crazy. He don't care, and they don't bother him. <laughs> what y'all doing don't bother him, man. He get his check either way. He go home, enjoy his life either way. While you guys go back and be miserable, he's going back into the life of luxury. Your words are not affecting him. You really think he had a mental breakdown? You think something really was wrong with him? Please. Please. Michael Jackson with that comment. And if you want to know what Michael Jackson mean, that's cold word for beat it. 
That man don't care about that. He wanted to get out of Philadelphia. He wanted to get away from Doc Rivers. Let's just be real. Doc threw him under the bus. He didn't want to be around. He was done. He was done. So my back hurts. I mentally, I, I can't come back right now. Yeah, he, he just don't want to be around. He forced his way out. He got out of a toxic situation for him. And good for him. Because to me, it was a dog and pony show. It was a dog and pony show. Ben is ready to rock and roll. And I, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked at all if his first game he put up a double-double. Because that's what Ben, that's what he does. Come on now, we've seen him play. He had his moments. But like I always say, you got to put players where their strengths lie. His strengths don't lie in certain things, and he don't need to have the ball in those moments. And then we just need to come to the understanding that the Lakers are done this year. And all this talk of maybe they should shut LeBron down, why? LeBron is an athlete. He don't invest all that money in his body to be shut down because the season is not looking good. That's a smack in the face to him. He's going to try to will his team to the playoffs. And if he can do that, anything can happen. If Anthony Davis can come back and not crack a toe or have a hangnail that would keep him out for two to three weeks, then the Lakers can be fine. They can beat anybody when healthy. And if they can just get that rotation together. But reality is they don't have shooting. Reality is, Russ, Russ is Russ, Russell Wilson is out of position. He's not on the right team. All the talent in the world ain't going to change anything about that situation. I'm tired of saying how talented he is. He just don't fit with the Lakers. It would have been a, a, a more a more uh, seamless um, transition with DeMar Rosa or Buddy Hill. People that can create off the ball. People that can hit uh, big shots. People that can shoot the three. I mean, you think about that LeBron James, DeMar Rosen. We're talking about uh, DeMar Rosen is a definite closer. And he's also an on-the-ball defender. The Lakers would look much different right now. But it didn't happen. So all the woulda, coulda, shoulda, you living in the moment. The Lakers have to deal with what they have. Period. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing else to say about that. Ain't nothing else to say about that. And the Lakers going to have some problems, man. Because the West is tough. You got an up-and-coming Memphis team, John Morant. They're not playing. The Lakers couldn't beat them in a series. I don't believe. I don't think they can beat Denver in a series. And Joker, Joker he, has to, he has to have an I Am Legend moment. He has to lead this team. I do not care about his uh, 
what he's doing individually in the regular season. I want to see him elevate his team to the playoffs. You have to you have to pull a dirt in the whiskey. You have a lot of talent around you. He has a lot of he has a lot of talent around him for sure. And Denver is more than capable than making a run to the finals. So there is no excuse for the Joker. Sorry. He has to do his thing. Because if he don't do his thing and he don't lead his team, this is the sound he's going to hear. <laughs> Goodbye. Because you're going home another year, another wasted year full of stats and no ring. Utah. Y'all got everything y'all need as well. It's, it's no time. No time better than right now. The door is open. Kawhi Leonard is hurt. Paul George has been hurt. And man, if those two come back, oh man, it's going to really throw everything into a frenzy. They might have to get their legs underneath them. But if they come back, wow, I don't know. Anything is possible then. Anything is possible then. That, that is scary. Two healthy guys. Ain't, ain't really had to be beat up this year. And the Clippers really have been playing well. Yeah. 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 They, they can beat Denver easy. If all of them guys are healthy, it's not even not even a question. It's not even a question. But back to Utah. They still have they have the tools, man. You got a defensive uh, center and Gobert. You got a, a a superstar. Playing at two guard position. So there's no excuse. And they got decent talent around. But the favorite in the West, and the team that I believe that's going back, that has been playing well since Chris Paul has been hurt, they haven't been playing uh, terrible, is Phoenix. Phoenix got a lot of talent. And I believe that it's going to be another back-to-back finals appearance for that team. After the smoke clears, unless Chris Paul gets hurt in the playoffs, he's been healthy. He's been healthy. Unless he gets hurt in the playoffs, man, or in a regular season that 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 uh hurts his chances of um going uh back to the finals. Uh, they they're going back. Nice young bench. Aiden been doing his thing. He should have been got his contract. They played, dude. They played, dude. Dude lost that contract extension because he went up against Giannis. Because during the playoffs, he was killing. That's some hating crap, man. That is really, that's really some hating stuff, man. Aiden should have got his extension. But since he couldn't stop the transcending Giannis, nobody in the league can stop that man. Give Aiden his money, man. Stop playing. We already know Booker be cooking. Come on, man. 
You can book it. He's been playing very good basketball. So the West is, mm. like I said, man, it's only a few teams I'm looking at, in my opinion, and a couple wild cards. Anything can happen, though. Anything is ha- can happen. You always an injury away or a choke away, a choke choke job away from the whole landscape shifting. And uh, sliding back uh, to the east and looking at the east, you know, you got you got teams there too. But again, you got these players on these teams that are not proven. You got Boston. I don't see who I don't see any championship pedigree on that team. I see a lot of talent, but I don't see any championship pedigree at this moment. I don't see uh the trials and tribulations of going through the fire of of losing and 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 and, and having to come back. You know, I don't see that. All I see is the buzzer with these teams and them going home. That's what I see. So Boston, yes, up and coming team. Beautiful. Let's see if it translates into the playoffs. They got some young studs, Jason Tatum. And and and, and the Green Gang. Jalen Brown. I call him kid and play. So Boston, Miami, Miami is scary. Oladipo is back. The thing is, like, where are you going to put Oladipo? Because right now Tyler Hero is occupying that slot. And I'm not going to do anything to hurt the confidence of Tyler Hero, who's a guarantee bucket, and he's a guarantee to get paid. Because if Miami don't pay him, somebody definitely going to pay him. The brother ain't did nothing but got better. I am a fan of Tyler Hero because of the passion and the desire that he displays to get better and how he holds himself accountable. And he listened to the haters, man. He took offense to getting snubbed. Good. He's supposed to. That drives him to get even better and to destroy whoever is in his way. And remember, he's young. He's not even 25 yet. He ain't going to do nothing but get better, especially if he keep that mindset. If he keep the Mamba mindset, he's going to get better. Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry. They're loaded, man. They're loaded. And again, that's another team. They've been to the finals. They know what they know how it feels. They got the pedigree. They went to the finals. They played against the Lakers. They beat the Bucks. So they got the experience. It's all about the war marks, man. You need those type of players that can get you through them close. Uh, you know how the playoffs is? Grinding, big moments. Miami got all that. That's that's the that's the team that I'm worried about. Atlanta Hawks. They they doing them steps as well. 
Just like when the Bucks was taking those steps. You know? Getting past rounds and then getting put out, then going to the round after that and getting put out and then going to another, the the the, the most important round, which is the finals and uh, conference final and losing and then finally getting over the hump. That that That's what you call that is a, a road to perdition because what you have done is that you have battled every year and you didn't let and you didn't let losing deter you. You went back, worked on your game, came back, elevated. It's just so much better as a player when you go through something. When you seen Jordan win that ring and he started crying. I mean that he was thinking about all those battles he went through to get to that point. All of it just came out. The trials and tribulations. That's what it's about. When you lose, how do you react? When you lose, what are you going to do the next time you're in that situation? Are you going to be a choke artist? Or are you going to elevate and become a legend? So Miami is most definitely. Toronto, I don't put them in, in a situation to be a champion, uh, but they're, they're most definitely a scary team. The Chicago Bulls, another team that's scary. Again, no, champ, no championship pedigree, but they still can beat you on any given day. See, I hang my hat on the teams that have been through the wire. I say Atlanta because Atlanta pushed the Bucks to the brink. You know, it's unfortunate that Trey got hurt. But they were they were not looking like a young team. They were looking like somebody that was hungry to go to the finals. So their their growth, uh, when the playoffs come around, they know what what it takes. They know what it takes. And all the other, other other teams in the East is more like, you know, hey, it's there young. But like I say, anything can happen. But when it comes to flat out the best all-around team in the NBA, it's hands down the team with the best player in the world, the Milwaukee Bucks. They've been through the wire. They had ups and downs. They've had number one records in the league. They've had number one seeds in the league. They've dealt with losing, coming back, getting better, losing, coming back, getting better, building on every loss, in every series that they didn't make, every opportunity that went away, they build and build and build until they completed the building, which is winning that championship. Thanks to Chris Middleton. 
thanks to Drew Holiday. But in the end, because of Giannis, I am legend moment, he brought the Bucks their first championship in 50 years since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And look at the Giannis story. It's just amazing. It's amazing. You can't tell me it's not amazing. When the Bucks drafted Giannis, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know who Giannis was. I was happy we had Jabari Parker. I was looking at him as the next Carmelo Anthony. And by God, he was killing. And he had those unfortunate injuries. But I had always looked at Jabari being Batman. And at that time, I, I didn't see Giannis as anything but a project. But by God, when this man got better, or when I say he got better, he got better every year. He improved every year. It's a mirror image of how LeBron got better every year, even though LeBron came out the gate killing. But he never looked back. He took off. Giannis took off in a short period, man. He took off in a short period of time. That's what's crazy about that. But they're the hands-down favorite. All this sports talk and all this stuff people talking about, they're lying to you. They're lying to you. Giannis is averaging 29 points, 54.9% field goal percentage, 11 rebounds a game, 6 assists in under in 32 minutes. What the 29 54 11 and 6 in 32 minutes. That means he dang near sits out a quarter and the Bucks still win. That is crazy, man. Y'all y'all heard y'all heard them stats? But look, let me tell you about his ascension. I just have to. 2013, six points, four rebounds, one assist. That sounds like Matt Barnes' numbers for his career. <laughs> Next year, 2014, he upped his average by six. He upped his field goal percentage by eight. He upped his rebounds by two, and he upped his steals by a point seven. The next year, he went from 12 to 16.9. He upped his field goal percentage by a point. He upped his rebound by one. He upped his assist by two. Come on, man. Are we watching somebody get better right before our eyes? What do we talk about with players? How do you get better through practicing hard work? 
talent alone is not going to do it. The next year, he upped his average six points, 22-9 this 2016. Full six points. 52 from the field goal. Two points up off the 50 from last year. 1.1 more rebounds. And 1.1 more assists. The next year, he upped his average a full four points to 26.9. Field goal percentage by .8. Rebounds a flat 10. His assist went down a little bit, but it was still 4.8. The next year, 27 7, 57 8, 12 5, 5.9. That's 2018. At this point, he's the best player in the league. 2019, 29 5, 55 from the field goal, 13 6, 5 assists. 2020, 28 points, 56 9, 11 rebounds, 5.9. And this year, 29 7, 54 9, 11.5, and 6. What the hell? You can't tell me nothing about Giannis. He is the best player in the league, and he got better every year. Oh, he ain't got no jumper. Now you can't leave him open. Oh, he can't hit free throws. What did he do in the playoffs last year in the championship game? But hit all his free throws in the clutch. Oh, he don't have no post moves. Now he's doing a turnaround move. Jump hook. Every time y'all say he ain't doing something, dude, take a mental note, go work on it, and come back even better. And I'm like, man, when you see him on his social media and stuff, it seems like he kicking it. I'm like, no, where did dude get all this time to work on his game like that? That's the, that's the mystery of Giannis. That's why I love Giannis, man. And I'm not biased at all. I'm not biased at all. He is the best player in the league, and they are the defending champions, and you have to respect them. And right now, they got the best chemistry of any team. And and their and their GM John John Horst is doing a great job. I give him his kudos. He is really putting the right pieces in place, and he's going to maintain that throughout Giannis' career. I truly believe that. And I'm, I'm, I believe that Giannis is going to make sure that. And I believe Giannis will play his whole career here because he pre, he appreciates Milwaukee. I know he goes through the he goes through the process like everybody else, but I, I know his intentions is to stay. He just don't want to play his hands too fast. He want to make sure that the Bucks, you know, keep him on their toes. You know. Keep him on their toes. But we're locked in. You know, we we witness uh, Middleton get better year after year and shed that Robin cape and become Batman. It's beautiful. We already knew about Drew, Pat Connaughton doing his thing, and all the rest of the players that participate in making the Bucks a great team. Big Brook coming back. Look at Bobby Bobby P doing his thing. Bobby Bobby P is coming out his bag. He got a bag full of tricks. Bobby ain't giving up his spot. Bobby is the man hitting threes, rebound, tough defender. I love Bobby Portis. Man, the Bucks is not to be played with, man. We can be 
anybody. Anybody. The Bucks is ready. They revving and ready. They hear all the noise and they don't care. They keep their head down as they steamroll to the playoffs. And the goal is to get in there healthy. We ain't worried about all the clown shows around the league. We ain't worried about the best combination since Kobe and Shaq. We ain't worried about a team that has just one star half the time. We're focused on repeating as a champion. As they should. And we're ignoring the outside noise. Anybody that don't like the city of Wisconsin, don't come here. Just because we're not Atlanta or Los Angeles, don't come here. We don't need you here. Stay away. Anybody that ain't been on the Bucks bandwagon from the stump, moonwalk your butt out of here. And tussy slide to the side because we don't need you. Take your talking points somewhere else. Skip Bayless one time was so disrespectful. Calling Milwaukee a town. No, bro. We're a city. But again, it's just taking shots at a small market. But the fans here don't care, but we do remember. That's why you didn't see Stephen A. up here during that playoff run. That man didn't want to come up here. He already knew what was up. Fans wasn't having it. Molly talking slick on the side as well. Milwaukee? Milwaukee? Come on, man. Stop it with that. But it's all good. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So uh, I'm going to moonwalk backwards a little bit. And I wanted to get on this topic of the greatest football player of all time. Because this is a topic that comes up with Tom Brady being mentioned as number one. And for the life of me, I tried to see it because he had seven rings. But then I had to go back. And I had to look at players that have just about as many rings. It's not a lot. And, I, and I'm only going to say the players that are like Hall of Famers. I'm not going to put uh, journeymen or solid pieces that may have a lot of rings because they participated on a team. So the only person that I can think of, I, I'm pretty sure there's more. I'm just not trying to get real deep into that because I want to get on this topic is um, the Boston Celtics Center. And I just, his name can't come to me, but he has like 13 rings. 13 rings. And I'm going to try to figure out his name right now. I, I'm I'm a basketball guy. I, it's early. It's early. And uh, I'm just trying to uh, figure it out. Just trying to figure it out. So let me see here. Okay. Bill Russell. I'm sorry, guys. 
Bill Russell has 11 championship rings. 11, and he's a Hall of Famer. Sam Jones has 10. Casey Jones has 8. Robert Ory has 7. Kareem has 6. Dennis Rodman has five. And that's about as low as I'm going to go. We already know Jordan got six. I'm not going to go through the whole list. But Bill Russell is not the GOAT. And he's a Hall of Fame player who led a Boston team. I mean... That's undeniable. But that said, we're talking about the greatest football player. If we wanted to say the greatest athlete, and this don't even have to be somebody that is a Hall of Famer, just pure athlete. Pure, just pure athlete. I would have to say in my mind to me is Bo Jackson. And I hate to say the if, but I, I, I'm strongly, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would say the same thing. If Bo Jackson would have stayed healthy, he would have been a two-way Hall of Famer. I really do believe that. I, I believe he would have accumulated enough yards in the NFL to go to the Hall of Fame. And I believe he would have accumulated enough stats in baseball to go to the Hall of Fame. He would have been the first person to be a football Hall of Famer and a baseball Hall of Famer. And that's just athlete without the stats. Now, as far as football, the best football player, well, it's, your, it's, 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 the, it's the pick of your flavor. Is who you may believe. Who cares about the list? Everybody makes a list. Tom Brady is not the greatest quarter uh, uh, player of all time. He's the probably the best quarterback of all time. Quarterback, not player. Quarterback. And I'm not finna sit here and. Look for what Tom can and can't do and nothing like that as far as pure quarterbacking. And I haven't been a Tom uh, Brady or a New England fan. But once that man left New England, went to Tampa Bay and won a ring, oh, all Tampa needed was a quarterback? That right there alone showed you that he's the greatest quarterback of all time to be able to do something like that. Now, Russell just left Seattle to go to Denver. Let's see if he can do it. Because Tom, at that point, I said, I'm done. I'm done. I don't have nothing else to say after he won that ring. And he dang near beat the Rams, man. Let's not forget that. And he went out on top. 
It's not on top because he loses, and the ultimate goal for him is a ring because, again, he's another uber-competitive person just like all the greats. They have It's just something with them, man. The passion when they're playing is undeniable. It's undeniable. And you can see it with time, man. Peak condition, no meets, TB12. The man takes it serious, and that's why he's been able to play at such a high level. Man, listen, every quarterback is not doing that. A regular person is, can't do that. When he told uh, uh, Robert Kraft that you just made the greatest investment in your life and you won't regret it, six rings later, later, Robert Kraft is smiling all the way to the bank with a legacy of having the greatest quarterback of all time. Because I used to think it was Joe Montana. I always said Joe Montana. Always. Even after Tom got six. I, it, the, the ring count didn't matter. Because just, like I said, when you look at Bill Russell, we, we already know he's a great Hall of Fame player. Won one as a coach and a player. But I still never said he was better than Michael Jordan. Jordan was the greatest player of all time. That's my opinion. But Tom Brady is hands down the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, when it comes to the greatest player of all time in the NFL, oh my goodness, man. Jeez. We'll be you'll be disrespectful to leave out people. A person that come in mind is for me is Lawrence Taylor. See, you have to have done something to disrupt the game, to change the game. So I want to say the people that have disrupted the game to the point where it's undeniable that they can be the greatest player of all time. So Lawrence Taylor, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to rattle off a lot of names, and I'm, so I, that means I may miss names. I'm just going off the top of my head. Barry Sanders. Um, Jerry Rice. Uh, man. I'm missing players. I just don't want to get off into all that. But when you're talking about greatest players of all time, I'm more of a position player, not a quarterback. Deion Sanders. That's who I wanted to get in there. Prime time. Mr. You can't throw this way. Who has a whole side of the field shut down? I know Daryl Revis had Revis Island, but they still went over there. They made mistakes going over to Revis Island. Because once you get locked on the island, ain't no boats off the off the island. You stuck. But Deion Sanders, the quarterback, just became tunnel vision. If Deion was on the left, the quarterback only worked the middle and the right. What? 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> he had the motherfucker scared. Excuse my language. They did not want to go over there. That's what he did. That's changing the game. Reggie White, the Minister of Defense. I can't really put any quarterback on Tom's level, man. I, I'm not using your athleticism because your athleticism doesn't rent, win rings. He was a pinpoint accurate passer. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he got the most comebacks, uh, most most uh, most fourth quarter drives. When the ball is in his hand in the last second, it's, it's basically the percentages on that got to be 95 or better. I'm not exaggerating, man. Anytime you left, anytime on that clock, it was over. The greatest choke show on earth, the Atlanta Falcons. I've never seen the type of coaching, and I'm not, and I'm not a coach in no way. But that right there, I, I could see that you you run the ball, you get yourself in position to kick a field goal to close the game out. Because y'all busted, y'all busted New England that whole game, just about. That ring was theirs, man. Everybody's seen that game. My goodness, what are you dropping back trying to pass for when all you have to do? Julio did his job, got you in. You was in field goal range. All you had to do is run it a couple times. Do a do a bubble screen. Just line it up to get to so it can be a straight shot down the middle. But they choked that game away. And what did Tom do? Take advantage. You cannot give Tom three seconds. You're gonna be on the edge of your seat. But to close out that debate, he is most definitely the greatest quarterback of all time. There's no quarterback even close. And the closest that I'm going to give is, and it's just just me, is um, if you want to go in the line of greatest quarterbacks of all time, we got to be respectful. Uh, it's, it's, of course, Brady 1, Joe Montana 2. Ah, man. I'll put Peyton Manning three because he has two rings. I'm most definitely not putting Eli Manning. He is a Hall of Famer, though, but I'm definitely not putting him up there. Um, I'm not going to put Terry Bradshaw up there, even though he has um, four rings, but that defense... Terry had to make the throws. It, it, that reminds me, Terry just was able to get four rings. But Terry, he just kind of remind me of, of Trent, a Trent Dilfer type player. Like, I put myself in a mindset to think, could Terry Bradshaw play in this current era and would he be successful? Because that defense was just one of the greatest defense of all time. And they had some some of the greatest players of all time. So 
<sighs> but I, I, I can't put him in there as he's a, a great competitor and he won four rings. That's amazing for sure. Um, that's it. Uh, I'm, I, I, that's all I can think about. I'm not, I'm not putting anybody that only has one ring. Uh, I'm not putting anybody with potential. So if Pat Mahomes can run off a few more rings, if Aaron can some way figure out how to get some rings and, and, and how to, how to, how, how to become legend in the playoffs and, uh, maybe so, but to me, with with all of Brady's stats and having seven rings, it doesn't matter if Aaron Rodgers get another ring. Two rings is not going to make you better than Tom Brady. The man got seven, seven rings. I mean, that, that puts an end to that conversation. There's nobody that's going to uh, surpass that. You, to me, in order to surpass that, you're going to have to have five rings. And you still got to be able to pass up Joe. Because Joe number two. Ain't nobody better than Joe. Aaron Rodgers is nowhere near better than Joe Montana. Forget his athleticism. But then they'll say, well, Joe had John Taylor and Jerry Rice. You only can play with what's in front of you. So I don't care about that argument. That argument sucks. He's throwing the ball to whoever they have. He only can throw the ball to whoever they have. Sorry about that. I had a slight interruption. But on that note, man, I'm out. Had to come back with another uh, episode right away so it can be nice and clean. Other than that, I love you guys. I will most definitely be back. So I'm going to sound out. Last second shot, three seconds left. Jump shot up, all net. Peace.